0: All right, welcome to Dollars and Cents. I am your host, Scott Bell, the owner and founder of Brass Ring Services, an accounting, business advising, and compliance services firm headquartered here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we are dealing with all the various topics that you can think of that represent all the various different types of intangibles that come into business and practice ownership because they have... Obviously a major impact on us achieving the success that we are hoping to achieve as being business and practice owners. Today's episode, we are dealing with one of the bigger ones, expectations. This is a big one. I'm not sure that my podcast or transcript is going to do the topic, a topic as broad and deep as this one, any real justice. That being said, I get to try anyway because it does weigh heavy on my mind after all I've gone through the last few years to get to this point of owning and operating my own business, like many of you. I get to make a little side statement here and that I hope by now you all are starting to see that just like with the tangible parts of business ownership, money coming and going, bills being paid, revenue being made, etc., the intangibles stand on their own as topics worth considering but they're interconnected with each other in multiple various different ways. A lot of commonality, a lot of common, you know, commonplace comments coming up to go along with the unique ones. And a lot of things that are shared in common with the tangible parts, by the way, but. That interconnectedness is one of the reasons why we tackle this topic by topic, even though there's so many similarities, there are enough differences to warrant that. And expectations are one that I think probably interweaves uh, probably right up the, I would say that fear is probably the number one dominating intangible, but I think that expectation isn't far behind and is probably as interwoven and interconnected between the tangible intangible parts of business and practice ownership as anything else more so than most to put it best terms possible because i can't think of anything that happens that we don't have expectations as part of the picture so as business owners practice owners most of us are old enough to know and understand in a very concrete way that expectation is part of everything we say or do or encounter in life, whether from a business practice standpoint or personal. We expect children to be home on time. We expect employees to show up for their scheduled shift on time. We expect communication from family and employees when something is wrong or out of whack so we aren't blindsided. And obviously the list goes on and on. I think we've all had our struggle with expectations, our successes and failures, if you want to put it that way, certainly play a large part in how our expectations are formed or or where we land, at least with our expectations. Failure, you said? Yep, there's that interconnectedness, bold as can be our desires, our wishes, heck, too, too many things all help shape and form our expectations in, in some form or, or fashion. And yet for all of that, ex- expectation remains largely intangible as an element because again, it's stemming or, or at least coming from a very internal place before it can be external in any real sense intangible in that my experiences reveal an interesting pattern to this topic. Absent a physical element, sales level achieved, important conversations had, challenges or issues resolved, savings goal met, we have little to match the expectation up to on an external component, right? Which brings me to the main idea floating in my head as far as it relates to expectations. As business owners, practice owners, We have additional duties, obligations, responsibilities above just the family ones or the employee ones or the vendor ones, right? Or what would come from just dealing with employees alone, right? What I see business and practice owners falling short on is looking at expectations as necessary to make... Let me back up there. we fall short on where to even go with it all to begin with. Yeah, great big ha there. Partly because I had to back up. I wrote that one funny to myself, so trying to interpret it on the fly here, guys. Let's look at it this way and and get off the, the confusing comment that I totally blew up there. I think we were all taught in some fashion that expectations are normal and that we as people need to be careful that we don't have unfair, unrealistic expectations in the picture when dealing with others. Not that we might have been taught what an unfair or unrealistic expectation looks like, but that communication is definitely there by and large. And great piece of advice in dealing with friends, family, significant others, what have you, certainly. But the very same concept applies to business as well. It doesn't do you much good to have a sales goal per year of one and a half million dollars in overall revenues if the market, your market, can only provide two hundred thousand at best. You're going to be disappointed and or majorly frustrated to keep holding on to that expectation. No ifs, ands, or buts about. And what, boy, talk about hitting a brick wall, right? Now, my lovey dealt with this in a a slightly different vein as she was working on her new business operation, switching into the coaching vein. She struggled with an expectation that she had to have all these different pieces of program offerings and curriculum and videos and you name it, all up and completed and ready to roll before she took on a single client. I would say there's still some lingering push there for her because we even spoke about that a little bit this morning. But now it's, you know, for the most part, now she's more in that I want to be as professional and as ready for my clients as possible vein. Well, God love her. She's at least comparing what was before to where things are at now in a fashion that's kind of getting her more on track and, and less restricted the expectation of having all those various different pieces in place before even throwing the window open provides a lot of restriction. I I think many of you connect that dot pretty much right away when you heard it. The thing I kept trying to help her see at the time a few years back when this was all kind of emerging for her and kind of taking shape was uh, that some of that should wait until you have clients so that you're getting their feedback on wants, desires, wishes for, for that content. Letting them kind of drive where it goes so that she wasn't wasting her time developing content only to redesign it, and refigure it, and, and have to come back and essentially recreate the wheel, in other words. And in a number of different ways. Again, as business owners, practice owners, we hear advice like that. And we're like, but I have this vision in my head, certainly you do, you wouldn't be where you're at with business practice ownership, if you didn't. But we too often get this, this thinking going, that how I envision it, how I see it's exactly how it has to be, even when the evidence starts pointing to the fact that we're going overboard. We're making things too restrictive or we're not being restrictive enough because I'm certain there are any number of you as business practice owners that time management is one of your big issues. And so instead of being restrictive enough, there's not enough restriction there, right? I encourage you guys, like I have with so many of the topics here, to make sure to spend some much needed time as needed when needed really thinking about what the expectations are that you have as a business or practice owner this could range from expectations for your employees to the quality of your home life to hours of operations you name it nothing's off limits you're a business owner a practice owner your, your business life and personal life are interconnected you're going to do everything you can to keep them separate obviously so you can you can deal with the one and enjoy the other like you should and it's still all coming from you right But we need to make sure that we're investing that time. Some of those are easy to review when looking at your benchmarking for your business, and some of them have to come from honest discussion with with your family members, friends, employees. One of the things I learned last year was that being part of discussion where things were identified, that frustration as an emotion is most often revealing that we have an unmet expectation in the picture. After a lot of consideration, I have to agree that frustration as an emotion of feeling certainly speaks to that. I'm sure other emotions come into the picture as well. It's rare when it's a single emotion, single feeling that ever crops up with anything. The point being here that the intangible of expectation has the greatest impact where there are unmet expectations. Unmet expectations to me, man, call me crazy, a lunatic, whatever you want to call me, but They come from either we haven't had explicit, meaning thorough and direct communication on what we expect, or we have that unrealistic, unfair piece of expectation, and we really aren't taking a look at that in order to make an appropriate change. At least with expectations, it is far easier to figure out what's going on and how to correct it than most of the other intangibles we can can and will discuss here. I do caution you, though, that although expectations are generally easy to deal with once we figure out where the struggle's coming from, how we're communicating it, or is it fair and and realistic to begin with, it isn't necessarily a snap of a finger easy to correct it either. Unfair, unrealistic expectations require more from us in that we have to spend some time really looking at it to figure out what got off track which is something that can be tough to do or tough to get to depending on where you're at at the time that it comes up as an issue. Along with that is the willingness to change the expectations, such that it actually gets back on track with being fair or realistic. That can be exceptionally tough. Our feelings of entitlement, being owed, being deserving can often sabotage us in making the needed adjustment when the expectation has drifted into that unfair, unrealistic territory, and will certainly push us in in how we're able to bring it back in line with what can really be met. I would end this topic with noting this, intangibles are interconnected frequently enough expectations seem to interweave amongst all various different pieces of business and practice ownership, much like it does with other parts of our lives. I think the most important thing we as business and practice owners need to keep in mind is that investing the time like all the other different things is never a one-time-pace-for-all type prospect. We're going to get those indicators, whether our own sense of frustration, whether the frustration of others as we're dealing with it, that tip us off. It's time to spend that time. And when that comes up, then we need to take the time to ensure that we are making it a part of our regular duty, our our regular routine, our regular habit, that when it pops up, we're going to invest the time and not ignore it. Because nothing's worse, and I think we all know that, Mm -hmm. other than than making an idiot of ourselves, embarrassing ourselves, if you will. I don't think there's any worse feeling for anybody than having expectations that don't get met and being stuck in that place of not knowing the why or not being able to straighten it out. And the better that we do at that, the smoother sailing we enable ourselves with some of those other intangibles. So if this one connects with you and kind of really makes you rise up and go, oh, my God, yes, I certainly encourage you guys float over, drift over, type into your browser, www.brassringservices.com. I offer a free consultation to anybody willing to take it, whether on this topic or any other. I love hearing your guys' story about how you created your business and what success looks like for you and seeing what's possible and being able to partner together to see that success become a reality. If you want to see topics that touch you and or your business or practice that we haven't gotten to yet, or you just want to continue on with a discussion on this particular topic, please comment below the link to this particular episode. I do poke in regularly to see what the discussions are and participate when and where I can, as well as taking the information for recommendations out so that I can get busy creating content for us all. As always, I look forward to continuing this amazing journey together with you guys and definitely keep hoping that we find interesting and new and ongoing ways to build up this community that we share in those successes and challenges of business and practice ownership. Until the next episode, guys, take care.